Suck it. There better be a lot of St. Patrick's Day music today. Bueller, 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 Bueller. Wake up! Good morning! Terry Wilson, he's going to throw. Conrad! Touchdown, Kentucky! Touchdown, Kentucky! Victory, Kentucky! Like, give your fans what they want, you dinguses. She probably smokes marijuana. Bad, bad girl. They is buggers over here. Back outside. This is the point where he always hits it. Oh! Aaron Harrison beyond belief. We did it. We beat those British. We bastards. beat the British. Second Cornwallis. Ten kids. You're basically pregnant for 20 years. Pregnant or breastfeeding. Just wild. Like that sounds exhausting. Potheads. What an adorable. What an adorable bunch of people. Woodson from the gun, play fake, step it up. He's throwing deep down the near sideline. He's got Johnson. 20, 10, 5, touchdown, Kentucky. Jesus, Rash, get it together. It's game day. Come on. Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call with Walker and Roush. Hello, everybody. Happy St. Patrick's Day to you. This is Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Radio. And let me just say it, the boys are excited today. It's a game day edition. It's St. Patrick's Day. Wear your green, wear your blue, win or go home. Scoots Hoosiers play today. Everybody's pumped up and everybody's ready to go. How are you doing this morning, Nick Roush? I'm doing wonderful. Absolutely wonderful. Very excited. Um, I feel like yesterday was a nice, a nice taste of a good mixture of good and bad because we got um, um, some excitement right off the get go. I don't know. We had maybe one or two more that had comparable levels of excitement. A bunch of blowouts and then some ho hum in there where it's just like eh, eh. So it was a nice first day. Um, leaving the door open for some more chaos today. Hopefully we get some chaos followed by another blowout at 7.10 p.m. on CBS. Scoots, it was good to have the old tournament basketball on the TV yesterday, and it did not waste any time getting into exciting finishes. That afternoon window was chef's kiss just a a thing of beauty scoots yeah it it was a lot of fun yesterday i had a good time i wouldn't i did the thing where i wanted to put money on every single game so i did that yesterday and it it turned out to be pretty okay for me nothing great nothing horrible but it was it was an okay day and just had a lot of fun yeah I, i there's something about just the first day of the tournament and you having nothing to do which i had nothing to do yesterday which was super awesome so i just sat on my couch and i watched all the games and it was a good time and you're right tj i I couldn't be more jacked up than i am today it's my second favorite holiday as you said indiana plays today there's more money to be won it's friday just an unbelievable combination here on this friday so i want i want to ask how was the what kind of tv setups were we were we looking at at the respective households i went with the two tv setup so i was pretty much golden all day i was i did the thing where i would watch the like the latest game the game that was going to end the soonest 
was on the big TV, and then I had the game that was going to end next on the little TV, and I just kept transitioning all day to keep that rotation up. Okay, okay. Uh, Mr. Sports Talker? I met some pals up at a bar, Highland Bar and Grill. I'll give them a shout-out because they're just opening up, and opening up in this economy, you know, they need all the help that they can get. So I'll give them a shout-out. Went up there in the Highlands and, and on Bardstown Road. Watched the afternoon games there. Awesome TV setup. I mean, they could have they could have eight different games on, and you could see every one of them if they if there were eight games to distribute across the different TVs. So that was yeah. fun watching the games up there. Good eats, good drinks, fun time. Weather was awesome, which uh, just made the day even better. Probably oh, won't good. get that same luxury today, but gosh, it was really nice yesterday. So appreciated that. And then came home, and it was uh, dad duty from the from the evening on until until bedtime. And then just had a had a your your normal two TV setup. Sometimes when we were kind of transitioning from upstairs to downstairs, uh, had just had the one TV and was glancing over at the phone or just switching around for a little bit. But yeah, not not nothing nothing too lucrative or memorable in the in the evening. But a good time Which- all all day because the games were a good time. Big shout out for that seven o'clock window, really helping out the dads out there having to work with bedtime because uh, I did the thing where afternoon was at the Roush house and I got my first taste of the new YouTube multi-view feature, which really, really changed the game because in that first window I had, it was, you know, I had Maryland and West Virginia's finish going down to the wire with the Virginia Furman finish right next to each other. It was perfect. A baby was asleep upstairs. The other one was at the, the park with his Grammy and Peppa. And I was just losing my mind trying not to like wake the kid up. So shout out to the new YouTube TV multi-view. If you haven't gotten a taste of it, uh, I'm, still, I'm still figuring out how to personalize it the best I want. Like, I, I don't know how to choose the specific games or if I can go from two to four. I had some times where I could have four and other times where it was just two. But either way, it was still pretty awesome and pretty seamless to, all right, I just want to make this game big screen, click on it, and then, all right, other games getting close, I'll, I'll go back and switch over. So very, very nice. Shout out to YouTube TV for making this seemingly basic technology accessible for all. Scoots, I would have lost a decent amount of money. Roush not saying, very nice. <laughs> I would not have lost any money because I'm not betting oh. yet. He, I, I right. thought for sure he was going to go that, that route. Well, great. That sounds, that sounds awesome. It was a good day. The games were amazing. And I can't tell you how like totally and completely meaningless it truly is to the big picture, although I guess you could make the case that's just kind of sports in general, but in the big picture of the sports world, how, like, I I was surprised how happy I was to see Arizona lose. And it has nothing to do with Arizona. I have nothing really against Arizona. Uh, I was lucky that they were matched up in the region they were because in other, a, a weaker region or a different region, I may have them going very far, but I like Baylor. And then on top of that, Alabama, I have pretty much going, in uh, my fun bracket, or just big upset bracket, I think I have Baylor coming out of that region, which, like, if that's the major upset, it's really not that big of an upset. But I've got Alabama. So, regardless, I didn't have Arizona going deep. So, it has nothing to do with them. But just to have another two seed to lose to a 15, yes. to kind of be able to dust that ugly piece of history, not totally off your shoulder, but just, like, a parcel of it to be like, ha-ha, we're not, 
We're not the last, and it does happen to other teams. We forget that, and it's it's March Madness. There's going to probably be more upsets today, as a matter of fact. And you almost had a one seed, Northern Kentucky. Shout out to the Norse. They gave Houston everything that that they could handle. Man. Houston may have some serious problems against Auburn playing that game. Yeah, or, or no, it's it's can who who plays Auburn? It, yeah, it, it's it's yeah, Houston. It's Houston, and then yeah. it's Arkansas that that plays Kansas. It's hard to. It's, you, you can mix up all of the success the SEC had yesterday, with the exception of A&M, which, yeah, they're holy really, moly, yeah. they got smacked around. I, I, I'm wrong all the time, and I've let that be known. But I wanted to avoid Penn State in a major way, and boy, I'm happy that they did, because if Kentucky would have came out just like with a B-minus game, B game even, it probably would have been a similar result. Uh, te- Penn State was on the money. They're a tough matchup, and they're tough on both ends of the floor. I will not be surprised. Who do they have? Texas, right? They're going to give Texas everything they can handle. So that's going to be a fun game on Saturday. That was one of my more confident games yesterday is I was all over Texas A&M. I, I, I was not a Penn State believer. I've seen them enough this year to know that they're really not that great of a team, but then they come in last night and just play with their hair on fire. Couldn't, could not believe it. I went to bed about halftime of that game. Woke up this morning, checked the score. I was like, "Good grief, Penn State." The um, shout out to Northern Kentucky though. If they just hit some damn threes, my gosh, they could have, they could have done it. I mean, it was a tieish ball game. I mean, within one score for pretty much 30 minutes last night, but they ended up five of 34 from three. And you can't, you, you can't do that when you're at such a disadvantage inside and you can't score off the dribble so easily. So uh, wanted wanted to see the Norse make it happen uh, when I knew Houston wasn't going to cover that big number. Uh, but hey, not going to be as big of a number tomorrow. Uh, whenever they, I, I'm, I'm, I know TJ, you mentioned that they should have some trouble. I feel like I'm I'm doing the thing where Houston bounce back. Houston bounce back. They're big at covering. Houston bounce back. It's happening. I bet I bet it's only gonna be like a two and a half point spread. Are we ever gonna see Sasser again? That's not good news. Aggravated or was he just they were just taking it easy on him? Because he, he played fourteen minutes. Yeah, and then he was on the bench icing it and never came back in the game after and, and looked pretty clearly bothered by the whole thing. It's a quad yeah, he's correct. Uh groin, groin. groin. But yeah, he's yeah, he he'll be fine. It was just the Norse. He was just resting it. They they almost lost. <laughs> oh, they didn't need him. Man, someone uh, in the five and a half points is that spread, by the way. Uh just looked it up. Houston five and a half. Yeah. But um yeah, that's a little worrisome. A little worrisome. It's a good thing we're doing the show from home today. Somewhere in the last 24 hours, I've developed like this death-defying sounding cough. I feel fine, but it's good that I have this mute button because if you if you hear me just cut off instantly at some point, uh, okay. it's because I have this cough. I'm 100% sure I got it from my dad at the office because he has just been sounding horrible, um, but he also says he feels fine. So uh, just be on the lookout for maybe a sudden mute because it could be because I'm hacking up quite literally a lung. So, uh, but feel good. And uh, maybe it's just the momentum and adrenaline from St. Patrick's day and UK game day. How are we feeling Roush? What's the, what's the confidence level? What's the nerve level? We a little jittery. What, what's, what's the, what's the vibes over there as the kids would say? Um, the vibes are 
kind of uh, mellow right now. Like I, cause I, I think it's, it's about not getting, I was very excited early in the week and it was kind of, uh, it, it was too much for me, you know? So it's, it's good to head to dial it back, had some other upsets yesterday to watch, but no, I'm, I'm, I'm fairly confident in the cats, fairly confident in the cats going into this game. And, um, it, even though uh, there was a quote John Calipari had yesterday and it doesn't here we go no no, no like <laughs> <laughs> but he 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 for the longest time i thought he was just simply using not the longest time but like at times when he brings up injuries it feels like he's using his excuse and yesterday he kind of made the point that you know we've been dealing with injuries all year and I think it's actually going to help us because he didn't say we're ready now. We'll see. But he was like, you know, I like my team. We'll see. He was kind of given that like, yeah, we get it all together. Like, this could be fun. So, I, I, I that made me excited. That made me excited yesterday. And uh, it, especially knowing that Kentucky might be at full strength. What? Huh? Yeah, I... I don't know if it's just this team or this season or this horrible snake bite that we suffered in 2015 that just keeps plaguing us for whatever reason. I'm, 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 not, I'm not buying it's as good as it sounds, Roush. I don't know, but it's great to hear Wheeler be so excited. He seemed happy. If that, if that mood is sincere that he's feeling – and hopefully it is, and hopefully it's contagious throughout the locker room, then all the noise, all the outside noise, all the rumors, all the side stories, which we've talked about because we read every text into the Thornton's text line. Remember to start your St. Patrick's Day at Thornton's. I bet they've got green donuts there. I haven't been to a Thornton's yet. I'll head there a little bit later. I bet bet they've got some some green donuts for you. Uh, But get started. It's going to be a long day. We're all excited, but it's Quite almost, quite literally on the dot. Twelve hours until UK will will take the floor, and it's best just to to start your day at a Thornton's. But I, it seems like it seems like things are good from that standpoint. For the first time in a really, really long time, again, what do you get? What we talked about yesterday. What are you even going to get out of Wheeler, even if it was? Even if it was like the most minor injury of, I, I guess this doesn't really make sense because if it was a minor injury, he wouldn't be out for two months. But even if we just knew he was 110% healthy, and he's acting like he is for what it's worth, I am skeptical of that. But he's acting like he's 110% healthy. Even if he were, isn't? wouldn't there be some chemistry things? Wouldn't there be some how would it flow into the game? How much rust would you have to shake off? What's your shot look like in a game? He's already, you know, I, I think he's probably a more underrated shooter than he gets credit for, but he's still not a good shooter. What's it going to be like when you haven't shot a, a meaningful basket in such a long time? And even the times that you did, it's been kind of spaced out, few and far between, like we talked about yesterday, really since the turn of the calendar. So even if he was 100% healthy, and we, I think yesterday we were like 80% or whatever number we threw around, he's acting like he's ready to go and he's feeling really, really good. If that's 
the case, I still just don't really know how it blends into the roster makeup. But again, any positive things from him are positive things. And you just have to hope Calipari knows that if you put him out there for two or three minutes and it looks bad, you may have to pull the plug on it. Not saying you have to abandon ship totally for the rest of the game, but you don't get handcuffed to him. Don't don't feel like you got to let him work through it. it. It's an interesting situation, Roush, and it maybe the season depends on it potentially. Yeah, yeah, and I, I tend to think that I'm not as worried about the chemistry issues, kind of like we talked about yesterday, because the roles are already defined beforehand. Um, they're not being redefined because he had to move down the pecking order because of his industry, uh, injury. Um, but I am a little um, – I don't know. I just – I just we, we saw what CJ's been since he came back from injury in severe – he doesn't give you much at a hundred percent. Like no offense, but I mean, he's an assist guy and a, knocks down open threes. And then we'll do the thing where he flies and gets an easy scoop shot at the layup. But he, I mean, he only does a couple of things. Well, so like same thing with CJ, like if you take away what they do well, then they don't do much for you at all. So I think that would be more of a concern than anything, but sometimes you just need bodies out there and competent ball handling. And, um, <laughs> And that's been the case all season, regardless of the injury concerns. Like, when CJ's not hitting threes, again, he can spread the floor and it can help you maybe a little bit, but it's really not an advantage because while he's a solid defender, he's not a lockdown, mm-hmm. shut him down defender. And the same with Wheeler, where if he's just, if he's not in his, if he's not having a good game, he can actively kind of be hurting you in some areas. And he seemingly maybe. Absolutely. They got a, they got a quick little scat point guard, too, where that could be a tough defensive matchup for him. And that's the thing is that, you know, maybe it's injury related, but he, he has certainly taken a step back this season from the defensive end. He used to be a trustworthy defender, not again, one of Calipari's best, but far from his, one of his worst. And he was pretty solid. He, he'd have some good games on the defensive end this year. It hasn't been the case. So again, I still think you'd have to view it in a very limited role, five to 10 minutes. If things are going really, really well, when he's out there on the floor, you could see that number extend a little bit, but it just doesn't. The math doesn't add up for him to play major minutes. And we got to pause this conversation. I love good old-fashioned basketball talk. I want to talk UK Providence, first round of the NCAA tournament. All show if we can. We do need to get to the Thornton's text line as well. But we got some breaking news. The Roosters on Preston Highway is on fire. What? What the hell? This would be the second Roosters to be on fire in the area in what two months a month whenever whenever that last one went up and probably play. in a month yeah what is going on who is setting these fires who hates roosters on oh, ncaa wild. march madness friday too that's got to be arson right you could it, it could potentially be a coincidence but yeah, you would think that it's strange that buildings don't just catch on fire all willy-billy, especially restaurants, especially around March Madness, and then it happens to both be roosters? The good old roosties? Is it, uh, I need to see a picture, image. Do you? Do we have one? No, but I'll pass it along if I see it. Okay. It's still oh, dark outside, you know? Um, not, you know, fires are, are well lit, but uh, we'll, we'll keep you updated on that. That is... Bizarre, wow. to say the least. At the well, same time as the other one? What's that? Yeah. At the same time as the other one? Like early morning? Like what? Oh, yeah. Good point. Doesn't make Which, sense. What did, did they ever say anything about the other one? Like what caused it? Because I never 
you I feel never like if, up. Yeah. if they said it was foul play or they suspected arson, that it would that would be big time news and people would be covering that. But I don't I don't remember them saying anything about it, whether it was accidental or electrical or storm related or anything like that. Yeah, I haven't heard anything either, but I'll tell you all last week I did drive by there. Oh man. Just instant sadness rushed all over me. It's it looks terrible. Well yeah, it, it got totally and completely burned. It's so sad. It is sad. And now there's another one. So some breaking news here this morning. We'll I mean, the, the other one was just February 28th or 27th. So like it so that's was just a matter of weeks. That's three weeks. Yeah. yeah. Um, there's still, um, it was right after 5 a.m. is when that one caught fire. Um, but they, uh, they have not determined the cause of it. At least the initial WLKY reporting. Uh, we're going to get some, fo- some follow-ups. So The Shelbyville Road Brewster has to just be nervous as all get out. Like, you got to put extra security around that bad boy. Um, and then this fire was, they responded to the fire right about 5 a.m. Wow. Scoots, you should start like a mystery podcast on all Yeah, this. I need to start yeah. some investigative journalism is what I need to start. Hit up John exactly. Bull. John Bull can figure it out. He's mm-hmm. off work right now. He's got he had to have a bacchiotomy. Really? Yeah, yeah. He's 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 getting better though. He's getting better. But there there for a while he was in tough shape. <laughs> oh, good news though. Oklahoma Fire was able to quickly put the fire out. No injuries have been reported. Yes. Wow. Yes. Shout out Oklahoma Fire. Oh, our national nightmare is over. Shout um, out Roosters. So this one's gonna stay alive. Um let's see. Uh not a lot of great images of this one, but the Oklahoma Roosters, that's probably, even though it's not the closest one to my house, it's probably the one I frequented the most. So, man. Yeah, I don't think I've ever been to that one, but I've certainly driven by it a ton. I see it popping all the time. And, and it still stinks because, you know, they're probably going to have to be closed for at least some period of time, which this ain't the the, the time of the year that you want to be doing that. This is the money time of the year, especially on St. Patrick's Day, especially. And oh, my Jay gosh. Plain. So that that still absolutely stinks for them, and they need to get to the bottom of what's going on with the whole thing. But glad it's going to be all right, Roush. I appreciate that update. Oh, man. That was – oh, man. You know what, though? Yeah, I thought it was, that was a bad omen to start the day, but the fact that it's it's saved, like, maybe maybe a sign of, you know, a slow start for the Cats only to come back and, and win authoritatively? I don't know. Well, let's take it easy, Oscar Sheboy. <laughs> <laughs> i'm kidding no it's good vibes are good we we uh, another roosters was seemingly in peril and it was saved so that's that's great that's all we could ask for a good time to recollect our thoughts though wild turn yes. in the radio show right Man, there wild we, gotta turn. Get, we gotta get to the text line we need to talk more about the games oh, from yesterday. Bad beats, big upsets two the, the two of the beats out there just un- unreal Spread madness was popping yesterday. Uh, All right, we'll we'll take a break. We'll come back, get the text into the Thornton's text line. Shout out Alex Gupper and Kelly Leonardo. Happy St. Patrick's Day. It's a UK game day here on KRC. We'll be right back. The dogs on the rocky road to Dublin, one, two, three, four, five. Hunt the hare and turn her down the rocky road. All the way to Dublin, Mike Falandy, man. We're a hare 
when an mullein gad at night I rested them so weary, started by daylight Spirits bright and dairy took a drop of the pure Kept me half from sinking, that's the paddy's cure Harry's on for drinking to see the lassie smile Laughing all the while Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call with Walker and Roush. Welcome back, Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio, 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, Justin Kalen. 7 to 9 Monday through Friday, 9 to 11 on a replay on Big X, 96.1 on the FM side, 1450 on the AM. Get your podcast wherever you get your podcast. Just search for Kentucky Roll Call. Leave a rating and review. And text on into the Thornton text line. I think we should maybe read some texts. Um, okay. What's that? What was that? What was that tone all about? I mean, it just felt like an odd time. We we don't have a ton of text to get to, and I kind of want to just talk about the games yesterday. Can we just talk about the games yesterday? Yeah, but I just wanted to ha- save like the be able to spend time on the text messages, and then just have the the second hour to preview the game if we wanted to. But that's fine. We can talk. We've about been the previewing game. the game all week. Let's talk about the games yesterday because I was drinking Lachlan McLean's tears. It was oh, I was bathing in them. I was taking baths in them. Um, it was it was glorious. I. So here, here's the thing. There was some drama yesterday, and I may or may not have misplaced some very deep, deep anger towards our fellow co-host, Mr. T.J. Walker. Go on. Well, T.J. did the thing that you should never, never do during March Madness. It's just bad etiquette. To say, great win, Scoots. He congratulated you on a winning bet before the game was over with. Ooh, this is going to come back really bad for you, Roush, but carry on. And I was just like, um, okay, I'm not the only one that's betting here. He Because it was a group message with Trevor, Scoots, and uh, Dugan and I. And... I thought he was referring. I thought he was referring to the other game, the Furman Virginia game. I thought that was the game they had head to head on. Actually, it was West Virginia Maryland. And am, am I am I right about this? Correct. Yeah, but you it, was, you didn't know it in real time, which was really embarrassing. Oh, I was I was like, are you kidding me? Like Furman over here is trying to win the damn game. They're not just trying to cover the spread. Like, come on, let's go, Paladins. Get it done. I thought that was the head-to-head and spread madness. And I kind of felt like a dingus, but after I sent my tweet, uh, almost quitting and threatening to call HR, the big X HR, uh, a dude from Virginia just throws it over his head into the Furman player's hands and the freaking win the game. Oh, my God. It was, a, it was a very emotional. I had a very emotional 15 minutes by myself acting like a lunatic in my living room. I, did you apologize? Didn't need to. Didn't need to because uh, I reversed uh, the jinx myself. You definitely, you definitely do need to. Uh, I even said congrats to Scoots re- referencing spread madness. Even said the word spread madness in there. Well, I and, just I got and, their teams wrong. I thought they had. I thought they had the other game. I, it, I thought they because yeah. You just you came in hot too. You, you did you, come you in said, hot. You said, 
you said a potty word, you came in hot, you could have said, wait, whoa, whoa, are you talking about this game? Because that's ridiculous if you're going to jinx that game. And then we would have explained, no, you know, as I said, spread madness. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I look forward to your apology. Um, you're not going to hear it uh, because it's bad etiquette to congratulate wins. I, I, I'm almost to the point now where I don't even tell people uh, what I've got. I was, I was a little worried uh, when I walked in at my cousin's place and the 12-year-old was talking about how he had Princeton, and he was all hyped, and there was still three or four minutes left in the game. And I was like, hey, you might want to – I'm just I'm, – I'm, I'm very stitious. I'm not a little stitious. I'm very superstitious. And I also would have liked if Trevor would have covered and won that game because I was on the Mountaineers. Um, but, you know. See, Roush, yeah. I was I was initially with you when you sent out the text, or when after TJ sent that out, and you were like, "No, Jinxie Cat." I was like, "Yeah, Roush is right. Don't say anything yet, TJ." And then you just kept <laughs> you just kept on talking, like, "Oh, I'm trying to hit the money line," and I was like, "What? Are, what is he talking about?" Yeah, and then you I weren't was, even I talking was, about the same game. I was I was being a lunatic, you know. Sometimes you just turn into a lunatic in these situations, and I was doing everything I could to will Furman back to a comeback because they were doing this thing. It was a buffer zone game, TJ, for the longest time. They finally come back. They take the lead with five minutes to go, and then they blew it. They blew it. They blew it at the end, and I thought it was all she wrote until they hit some late free throws and Virginia just key a Clark. What was what was that? Uh, did, did, did any of y'all see the video of the Furman players walking to the locker room? Like mm-hmm. He just threw it up. <laughs> I couldn't. I couldn't believe that. And that was just like, oh, the you could. It was almost like a slow motion, poor decision making. You could see it develop in the guy's brain, where it was like trapped in the corner. Time's running out. We're winning. Just don't do anything stupid. And you re, you you default to if I have to throw the ball away, don't throw it to your own basket, which. That's, that's been, at times, uh, an issue for Severe Wheeler, among other players on this team as well. But that's just what you don't do. You don't throw it to your own basket because then if something happens, the ball gets knocked around or it just gets stolen, boom, it's an easy layup. So what you, what do you do? You throw it to the other end of the court. You, throw, you just get it away. And I don't know if he thought the timing was different on the whole thing or he thought you know it was a jump ball, 50-50 ball. But that was horrible. And then what's inexcusable is the fact he had a timeout. At, at what point when you're kind yeah. of going through that development and that panic and then that, oh, you know, don't throw it to my own basket, throw it away from my own basket, did it not come into your mind of, like, I've got a timeout, I can call a timeout? He, he just must have not known. It's the only excuse. If, if he had said that he did know but just didn't want to use it or something, then that's totally and completely inexcusable. He must have just totally forgot about it and panicked and thought he was actually doing a good thing. And then just the that's March Madness for Furman to come down and, and hit that shot too, because that was only part of it. It's not it's not such a big March Madness memory if it doesn't go in. But he he drained it. And if you're a Virginia fan, you gotta be sick because that is a horrible way to lose the game. I I also so I know Scoots is very much on there's like a, a difference in a buzzer beater versus a game winner, right? And even though this one technically didn't beat the buzzer, I think it's going to be in the montages because it had the ridiculous, like the the pass was just so ridiculous. Like it's one thing to just hit a big shot, but 
when you think of these big NCAA tournament moments, whether it's NC State or Valpo, you have a long, cool pass that ends with a crazy shot right after it. Well, it was a long, cool pass for people who were on Fermanen. And then the guy hits the shot, and afterwards, his interview afterwards, too, like, that's like the stuff you dream about where you're just walking up to the cameras like, these are the moments I was made for. I wanted to take that shot. I knew I was going to take that shot. Like, shout out to you, J.P. Pagase. Like, you freaking delivered in the biggest moment ever, and then you're just walking around knowing that you were the best in the biggest moment. That, that was so cool. Oh, I was so happy. And a big old suck it to oh, – just a big old suck it to Virginia. Uh, that was – they were reminded often that that was the five-year anniversary of them losing to UMBC. And now their only win in the last five years was the national championship season. That's it. Haven't, haven't won an NCAA tournament game since because they just lose in the first round because Tony Bennett plays a stupid style of basketball that is the dumbest thing in the history of America, and it just it just open, keeps the door open for upsets. It's dumb, it's stupid, and it's not going to work. <laughs> it is a wild run, and – Especially when you consider just how fortunate fortunate they were in their national championship run, and how many of those games they were just dead to rights, or they had to have something crazy happen in the final four against Auburn. They get the foul call at the at the buzzer where they get to shoot free throws for the win, and that even that wasn't probably the most improbable or crazy win during the run. The way the ball tipped around against Purdue and the shot they hit, it was just a, a, a miraculous run, but. I guess they earned, they used all their good luck and good fortune for that because to be the only one seed to ever lose to a 16 seed the year before and then some of the losses after, it is it is wild. I guess if you're in the national championship business, at the end of the day, you just want championships. But sheesh, it, 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 it's probably been a rough go for Locke. It, I, I honestly kind of feel, feel bad for the fella. Isn't this like a hypothetical that you play on the radio? Like, would you rather... Go to you know the Sweet Sixteen seven years in a row, or win one national championship and lose in the first round every other year, like that. Th- this is uh, Virginia it's summer is radio. Li- it's summer radio. <laughs> yeah, they're living out a summer radio hypothetical. Um, yeah. Gosh, so, so would you? Would you? Would you do it? Would you do um, it? Would you do it? Uh, yeah, as long as it was, question. as long as it was only five years. One championship in five years, and the rest were first-round exits. But you can't do this anymore if you're Virginia, right? You yeah. Can't. I mean, it's similar to, like, Kentucky tonight. You got to <laughs> you you win a tournament game. You, yeah. you just need to win a tournament game. If you're Virginia, you probably feel like you got to go on a run. If you're Kentucky, you probably feel like you got to go on a run. So, yeah, I guess we can – we can empathize a little bit with it. You gotta, you gotta get a win tonight. It's not gonna be pretty if you don't. No, but their their cats are gonna win tonight, uh, right, Scoots? Eh, yeah. I don't know about that. Whoa! Whoa! Tease to get you to the final segment. I don't know Here about that. Final it, it's is. not. It's not just Kentucky Providence either, but the games yesterday, I, I mean, I'm a little worried about Indiana now because the games yesterday just have a way of making you uncomfortable. Whoa. I mean, you, you see all these upsets and you you instantly remember like, hey, this is the this is the big tournament, you know? You never know what can happen. So, yeah, I'm, I'm a little more nervous today than I was yesterday, not just for Indiana, but for the Cats as well. You're saying the bright lights are on. Bright lights are on. 
that's Roush the first time Scoots has shown any sort of wavering confidence, anything but total annihilation of Kent State. He's scared. He's nervous. I still think Indiana cover is easy, but I I am a little more nervous than I have been. Yes. You know what though? We we rarely see this vulnerable side of Scoots, TJ. It's it's kind of it's kind of nice to know that he he does he does some. Our, our, I think my biggest problem with Scoots throughout our radio tenure is he lets us bully him too quickly into calling Indiana a bunch of frauds, and now he's at least showing signs that he. He, he, the, the nerves are there. The game day nerves are there. And I, I actually appreciate it. I love it. <laughs> what, like, war movie quote is it where it's like, if you're not a little nervous, you'd be dumb or something like that? I mean, I totally butchered it. Yeah, you, you it, did. It, but I. It, it, it's the Patriot? It <laughs> has to be Forrest Gump. <laughs> actually, Operation Dumbo Drop. I think it was that war movie. <laughs> Well, it's one of them. And honestly, it, Scooch is probably right. And if if maybe going into last season, we Kentucky fans took just the first round for, for granted because Calipari had never lost in the first round at Kentucky. UK had never lost to a 15 seed before. It, you, But now you know. Yeah, now you know. And they went and, or Cal at least went and watched Scal. Labissiere and Ashton Hagen's playing in the G League, which like it's probably a good reminder to some of the the players in the nil era. Like, would it be more fun to play at Rupp Arena and Fog Allen? And now that UK's in the ACC, you're probably going to or ACC challenge, SEC ACC challenge. UK's not in the ACC. No breaking news there. But the ACC SEC challenge, you're probably going to play at Cameron Indoor. Would it be more fun to play in those atmospheres, making nil money? Pretty good, no money, most likely, or kind of doing the the G League route. Anyways, uh, Ashton Hagen spoke with the with the team, and that was kind of his message: was just like, don't take it for granted; it can all go away in the blink of an eye. And he was referencing his how his team's tournament run in the pandemic. Obviously, everybody remembers that, but you can use that in terms of the sense of the finality of the tournament and last year's loss to St. Peter's. How. You know, if you don't if you don't come to play, if you don't bring it, it's it's all going to be over for you. And uh, but that's cool. I, I like I've always liked Ashton Hagen. He sometimes got a bad rap, similar in a severe Wheeler wheelhouse, weirdly enough. Uh, and then sometimes Ashton Hagen's would would bring it on himself. Clearly wasn't maybe the best teammate there towards the end of the season. But I think they had straightened it out. And I think he was going to play in the SEC tournament had there been one. But good yep. seeing him hanging around the program, Roush. Yeah, yeah. I think that you just wonder how some of those guys, what kind of terms they end on. Um, but I believe, I mean, there there really is no one better to have that sort of life lesson, right, where he doesn't play well in the Elite Eight, <clears throat> excuse me, and thinks that there's an opportunity to make up for that. Um, and then – Kind of gets uh, I don't I don't know what the right word is, but I mean he got suspended for that season finale against Florida and never never got a chance at redemption because COVID canceled the rest of their season. So uh, I, hopefully that has everyone on high alert as they get set to take the court at Greensboro Coliseum tonight. And I'm not try I'm I'm super pumped for tonight. I I, I do like UK's matchup. 
This is a very inconsistent Kentucky team, but this is a group that probably needs to, to hear that message because for whatever reason, Roush, how many times has there been a big game where they've just come up a little flat? They've come out flat. Kansas. They've come up short. Arkansas uh, at home. The entire out-of-conference schedule. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. Really, then that's, that's being pretty much, I mean, with the exception of the Michigan game, and they didn't play particularly well in that game anyways. But any time they've had a big win, with the exception of maybe the Tennessee home game, and, and the Auburn game was a good one too, but most of their big wins have been somewhat surprises where it's kind of the team, they've been doubted, people aren't really looking at them as going into the game with a win, they've played a little bit more loose and freer, and they stole one. Of course, the game at Arkansas being one of them, huge game from Antonio Reeves there, he didn't look nervous, he didn't let the moment get to him there. He was just playing and balling out and had a huge game. The win at Tennessee, nobody thought that one was going to happen. They came together. There was obviously some injury stuff going on. But when there's been expectations for a game, it hasn't always gone well. And UK seems like they've played a little bit tighter. And that's what I think should make you, as Scoot said just about the tournament in general, especially in regards to this team, should make you a little bit nervous. When they when they get tight, Roush, and you saw it in the, in the Bandy game, they're a team that, if they get down, they can make runs, but it seems like sometimes they have a tough time doing it on both ends. When they need to get stops, they'll sometimes get the stops, but then the offense will go missing. Sometimes when they just need to get a few baskets going in, uh, they're well, that's exactly what I said. The 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 inverse of it. When they just need to get a few stops, sometimes they just can't. They're scoring on their end, they're putting up points, but they just the Vandy the Vandy game kind of pops out, especially the home one, where UK was actually doing some nice things offensively, but just could not get stops for the life of them. And then the following week is kind of the, the opposite. UK would get a few stops and then just the offense would go missing. So they've, they've done it on all ends. When it's been the big stage for UK basketball, uh, they haven't really delivered. And I'm, hopefully Ashton Hagen's message rings true to them, or hopefully they'll just realize that like this is it. There's no more, hey, we can figure it out. We can learn from this. We can grow from this. Yeah, this is it. You are what you are. It seems like you're healthy. That's good. Seems like the atmosphere in the locker room is positive and everybody's laughing and smiling. That's good. Those are things that we like to see and hear, but you got to go you got to go deliver. There's a lot of storylines in this game. Yeah, but at the end of the day, it's UK basketball in the NCAA tournament and you need to you need to take care of your your business and give your fans something to get excited about. Ah, let's go get that dub. Let's take them dubs. Back to Lex. I'm gonna go play that message for the team, and then like put dramatic music behind it. Take them doves. Back to Lex. Put it in the I... journey video, TJ Bosner. Yeah. You have my permission. <laughs> All rights <laughs> not reserved. They're yours. Take them. Yeah. yeah. Let's read All a couple right. texts, and then we're gonna do another early break, so we can top of the hour. Boom, we're back on air, baby. Bahoo. Hey yo. All right. First texter says, "Are you all confident against Providence?" Scoots yeah. Yes, I yes and no. Yeah, yes, I like the matchup. Kentucky's a better team than Providence in my opinion. I like that their guards aren't big time penetrators, finish over top of you, finish inside. Uh, they're more spot up shooters and they're a little bit easier to guard and they 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 go inside. Their offense is initiated going inside and we like that for Kentucky. What we don't like is generally having to get spaced out they will clog things up from time to time, and that's fine. Let it be a battle on the glass. 
they're really good, and they can win that battle on the glass if Kentucky's not ready to go. But that's that's a matchup I like. And Providence, some people prefer that maybe Kentucky would play a team that was higher rated and ranked on the defensive end and worse offensively because you, you had the wins against Tennessee. You've uh, you've got some you've got some wins against that where you've struggled against better offenses. They're terrible defensively too, so they're going to have to stop Kentucky. I think people forget about that on the other end as mm-hmm. well. And the the Arkansas game was big for Reeves, but there's a lot of other UK players that are due for kind of a big offensive game, or at least not an off shooting night. I'm using air quotes around those because those are all subjective in terms of numbers, but it's a, I, I like it. So I am confident, but this team's been so inconsistent that the second you feel good about something, whoop, Lucy pulls that football away from you. Yeah. Uh, but I, I, I do feel good though, because the, I'm only confident because of how bad things went last week, and I'm I'm being a little in jest there. Um, but that's that's part of their inconsistency. This is their time to turn it on. I think the familiarity aspect actually benefits the Cats quite a bit here. Um, I'm just really looking forward to it. Just really excited. Part of the reason too why um, Providence is such a quote unquote great good to great offensive team is because of their offensive rebounding. Cats are getting rebounds early on if, and mostly from the secondary people. Oscar gets a ton of rebounds, but if Jacob Toppin and Chris Livingston and even Kaysom Wallace, who's a great rebounding guard, if they're cleaning the glass, uh, you know, I I really think a lot of this game, it just comes down to who's going to win the rebounding battle. And I think it's going to be Kentucky, and that's why I think the Cats are going to win this. Yeah, and I, he may have a bad shooting night. You can't guarantee if he'll be on the money offensively or not. But I, I bet Jacob puts it all on the line. His effort, energy, his fight is all where it needs to be. And that's been that way for a couple weeks now, uh, maybe even a couple months, really. He's been he's probably been one of UK's more consistent players in terms of just bringing it uh, throughout the season. But it wasn't always that way at the beginning of the season. So I have, and especially with the storylines, I have no doubt that he, because Cal kind of chose him over Hopkins. If UK had gone all in on Hopkins, I bet Bryce Hopkins would still be at Kentucky. They didn't. And I think Bryce wanted to leave on his own account. So I'm not saying he was pushed out necessarily. I believe Cal when he says he wants to coach him. But Toppin's going to bring it. I feel confident in that. All right, hour one done, hour two coming up next. We're going to read more text on the Thornton's text line. We're going to talk more about today's games, maybe recap a little bit more from yesterday. Best time of the year, baby. This is Kentucky Roll Call on Big X. We'll be right back. Over? You say over? I ain't heard no family! Welcome back for hour two of Kentucky Roll Call. Nothing is over until we decide it is! With Walker and Roush. We're just getting started, bro. Hour number two, Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio. It's been a long week. Glad I'm glad it's Friday. Glad it's game day. And I'm glad that the action starts up again at noon today, Roush. I'm very excited. It um, it is one thing that's great is you just don't don't have to take a long break, right? Where it's a quick turnaround to more madness. Um, I'm I'm excited. I'm fired up. We got the cats tonight at seven 
Um, but it's not the only madness that's happening right now. The Sweet 16 is underway, and last night, Reed Shepard uh, could not get the win and upset George Rogers Clark. People were really hoping for a Travis Perry versus Reed Shepard matchup, um, but they could not upset GRC, who's probably the favorite to repeat uh, after winning the state title a year ago. So I, um, it was a shame, but we did see Travis Perry – uh, take the state scoring title. He did it on a free throw, and he did it in a win at Rupp Arena. Huge crowd yesterday at Rupp Arena, uh, both in the early section. The session, I think they had 12,000. The night session, they had 15K. So uh, big-time games happen in the state tournament. You actually can hear them, a lot of them right here on the Big X. Uh, Mail, they're at 1.30 today. They'll actually be on our sister station, 94.7. Six o'clock. Um, we've got per- Six o'clock. Yeah. Yep, uh, Purdue tonight at 6.50, IU 9.55, both of those are in the Big X. Rock Creek tomorrow in Indiana, they're Saturday at 11. Sweet 16 semifinal at one thirty is on the Big X. Um, and we'll have the Sweet uh, the, the Sweet 16 championship game on 94.7. So a lot happening on the Big X airwaves over the next two days. I produced yesterday for the mail game. Did you all see that at all? See what they did? They they beat the snot out of them, didn't they? They set the Sweet 16 record for threes made in a game. They hit 15 threes in that game yesterday. Oh, they were down. They were down 12 to five at one point early in the game. I think they ended up winning like 94 to 59. It was it was unlike anything I've ever heard. That sounds like a running clock situation. Uh, we got a running clock for the last 10 seconds. Oh, really? <laughs> they, they got it up to 34 a couple times, but they never could hit that 35 until there was literally 10 seconds left in the game. That's kind of sad. <laughs> like, just let it be, you know? Yeah. Like, don't don't rub it in that they got, <laughs> they got uh, mercy clock or whatever you'd want to call it, running clock there at the end. Uh, good stuff. My... Louisville U of L friends, they while it was happening, I was like, "Oh, that's pretty cool." Travis Perry broke the state's all-time scoring record. That's that's pretty awesome. And they were like, uh, "Does he play just out in some rural county?" And I was like, "Yeah." And they were like, "He probably started playing before his freshman year." And he yep. he played in seventh grade, correct? No, just eighth. I thought. So he, that, I thought this he had, is his fourth year. I are you sure? Yeah, yeah. I, th- I thought it when it was all said and done, he was going to have six years of high school basketball scoring. It'll be five total, I believe. Okay. I, I'm, a, I'm about 80% sure he only did it as an eighth grader. I swear I thought I saw a, a tweet. Um, but it, but regardless, but that was, uh, this is kind of the premise of the conversation. So maybe that would change things for him. But it, I, I doubt it because they're, they, they don't. They looked at down on other parts of the state from an athletic standpoint, which is which wild. I, you've heard me do it on here, but Region Two is not just a bunch of bumpkins, right? Like Hoptown. Uh, I don't Christian care. K- You're the all-time leading scorer in the state. Yeah. I don't care who you're doing it against. Exactly. Like, I mean, that how, that how record long- has been there for seventy-five years. About it was 1956 when Wayland. Uh, when King Kelly Coleman was playing for Wayland, so I'm bad at math, but that was a long freaking time ago. <laughs> I mean, and, and the fact that he's doing it and still has a year left to play, uh, remarkable. I mean, the dude gets buckets. If anything, they should be – like I, I know that there's a lot of pressure 
for a Kentucky coach to sign the talented player from the state of Kentucky. How come Louisville fans aren't being like, Kenny Payne, dude, go get this guy? I have no idea. <laughs> I don't know make why any you sense. probably wouldn't be like all in on him. Just yeah. to, you, you've Try to win one over UK, you know? They, they, my friends do it like maybe 10% jokingly, but they're mostly pretty serious about like their biases. Um, and it's athletically, it's not anything past just sports. They're not, they're not terrible people, but like you, you've all Elijah justice, you, they loved him and he probably played maybe a more surprising role than people. They love getting people from outside the state to U of L. Yes. Once they have them, they love them. And they, that goes in football as well. So I, I also have thought that. Like, why aren't they going? It's not like they're really it's, killing it in other areas, although they're doing better, which is good. Good for yeah. campaign. But, like, I, I've, I've thought the same thing. Indiana was really his probably top target before I'm sure UK is about to swoop in and get them. Yeah. Um, Indiana was doing some, some heavy investing. I know Jerry Stackhouse um, has been trying to get him at Vanderbilt. And that – can't you see Travis Perry in a Vandy uniform just shooting like fifty percent from three at Rupp Arena? That we we can't let that happen. UK UK has got to get. He's the leading scorer in the state. He needs to go play for UK. That needs to yeah. be the how it, it goes for the future. And then if that record ever gets broken, then whoever that is, you you go play for Kentucky too. That, <laughs> that's your that's your automatic pass. <laughs> yeah, you know, and uh, I've I've talked with Travis Graff about him because he's watched. Uh, Perry play more and he he's always thought that he fit like a big 10 kind of style a little bit better than at Kentucky but I don't care change change up the style like make it make it work let Travis Perry shoot threes and get buckets at the University of Kentucky totally agree you gotta you, you know I'm not one that is like he gotta make it happen Cal but you gotta get him to go to UK because you're right. He'll go to Vandy and he'll put up a big numbers and you'll have that storyline. Just get him. And then if he's not good enough to to start against other elite competition, then he can sit at the bench and you may say he may not want to do it. Well, then you just you lie to him to get him in. And once you get him in, Kentucky's yeah. got a pretty good retention rate for the most part. With that with that you may say UK's had a ton of transfers, but like Derek Willis stuck it out, Dominic Hawkins stuck it out. Dante yeah. Allen's the only like exception to that rule, I think. And and he probably stayed an extra year just to try it. He he yeah. gave it the old college try, quite literally. Like people thought that he was going to leave after that one year. He didn't. He stuck around. They really tried to make it work. It didn't. And then eventually he did go. So he is an exception. I'm trying to think of something like you know, obviously Jared Polson stuck it out. Uh, there's other in-state guys that just get him there. If you got a fib about playing time, then you fib about playing time. You won't be the only ones to do it. You may not even be around when you're coaching them, so you can't. Ooh. And then once he's in there, the nil situation is going to be so great. He'll love being the big man on campus. But make it happen. He's the leading scorer. Yep. Um, so today, uh, the schedule. Who, Scoots, do you know who Mail plays off the top of your head? I do not know. Uh, okay, I will have it up momentarily. Internet a little bit faster here than at the Big X, so that is uh, fortunate. But today, the quarterfinals start at 11 with E-Town versus Woodford County. I think Woodford will be uh, favored in that with twenty with sophomore recruit Jasper Johnson. I mean, man, if if, Reed, if, if North Oil would have won, they would have had three pretty big-time recruits playing all in the same day. 
Uh, Ward Central, Ashland Blazer at 130. That should be a really good game. Mail versus Frederick Douglass in the nightcap, starting off at 6 o'clock. A little Louisville versus Lexington, TJ. Whoa, that's going to be an electric crowd for that one, folks. Yeah, it really is. And uh, Douglas, they've won something like 26 straight games, I want to say. Uh, they're playing as good a basketball as anybody right now. But the, the Edlin brothers, I, those dudes, they, they rain threes. They drop bombs. If they get open. It's going in. Uh, followed by the nightcap, Travis Perry, Lyon County versus George Rogers Clark uh, at 8.30 at Rupp Arena. George Rogers Clark is probably going to put an end to Travis Perry's season, yeah, correct? I think, yeah, yeah, I would say so. But that it could make for an awesome semifinals, you know, with the winner of Douglas versus Mayo. Like, I I admittedly had, hadn't seen Douglas, hadn't heard much about him until later on in the year. But uh, – yeah, that that should be a really really good basketball game at Rep Arena. Mail is playing, so you obviously have to be hot to be still playing at this time of the season. But man, Mail has really turned it on for now weeks and weeks and weeks. They've been playing really good basketball. The team that takes them out is probably going to have to play really well. But that's that's exciting. the The home of high school basketball, Kentucky, baby. Yep, where it just means more. You don't you don't get no better than Kentucky high school basketball. You're trying. I'm not. Ba- I'm not falling for it. I hear you. Fall for what? The one true champion, Kentucky high school basketball. Why have six when you can just have one real champion? probably about ready to throw the keyboard (laughs) i'm not falling for it i'm sitting over here like a good boy Uh, let's go to the sword sex on 502-414-1450 a texter says heading out to tampa for my brother's bachelor party the flight is an hour and 42 minutes down to the krc podcast to have for the entire flight and the flight fits the same timing of today's episode. The literal definition of straight gas, boys. Uh, I wonder what you're going to do in Tampa for the bachelor party, Plumley, bro. It could be the cough medicine making me just a little loopy, but how cool is that? That's only an hour and 42-minute flight. That's that's easy peasy to get to Tampa. Yeah, that's definitely not from here, though. I'm... You don't think? No, I've done the flight. It's like, I think two and change. Oh, okay. I was yeah, gonna say I, I've I never, a, I I to I've never flown cause... to Tampa before, uh, but I was gonna that that would be cool. I, and then just the concept of flying, cool. You can like you know that'd be what like a eighteen hour drive, sixteen hour drive to Tampa. Yep, yep. Basically, twenty five percent of the time, twenty twenty five percent of the time, you can get there. Um, which, by the way, somebody said something about the Malaysian Airlines thing, and. Uh, I, I've been doing this thing. I just start a show and I watch one and then I just don't go back to it. I need to go back to it because the first episode uh, reminded me how much I tuned out that story and no wonder people, no wonder everybody covered it because for so long, because it was just a bananas story. Just uh, made no sense what they were telling people. It was just crazy, crazy, wild, crazy. I just remember the not Kyle Tucker Twitter account, which was hilarious, and we'll still tweet. I think once every blue moon, they had a lot of a lot of content from from that. <laughs> I couldn't imagine. I kept up with it a little bit, and it was. I mean, it was it was it was wild. It, very sad too. 
Right, right. They talked to some people, but uh, yeah, there's the playing concept that you, you, you got me back you know, having some flashbacks to uh, <laughs> to watching that episode. Um, another random thing that I immediately got distracted back uh, in the break and coming out of the break, uh, the Blue Chips Twitter account tweeted out like a nine-minute highlight clip of UK beating Wichita State in 2014. And holy moly, what a basketball game. Whew. That's one of those ones you remember where you were for it. Yeah, that whole run, I was in, I had like my spot in the in the place and, you know, the house that we would go to every time. Still thought that Wichita State 3 was going in, which admittedly, yesterday that Virginia 3 was right on the money. The West Virginia one. Against, oh, uh, man. Maryland, I thought that one was going in. That, whew, gosh. Those shots, when they leave their hands and it's like, uh, 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 that moment. There's... That's the thing when when we get to the basketball tournament, we talk about how great the Elam ending is. It's great for that one time of year because there's something about the 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 feeling while the ball is in the air. It late in these college basketball games, it's just a, it's it, it's irreplaceable. It, you can't replicate it. It just there's nothing like it. Nothing like it. It really is the best. And then when you're with a group of people and there's, as you said, Roush, there's that like, ah, and then the, the times it goes in, everybody just goes absolutely wild. Yep. The times it misses, even the, oh, just the best. Sports are the best. How can you not absolutely fall in love with it? Another texter on the Thornton's text line, have fun in Tampa for the bachelor party. That, that would be a good time hanging out with the boys for the first week. And I did five years ago, my bachelor party down in Nashville for the first and second weekend. Ideally, I wanted to have the cats there. And UofL actually had some expectations that season. Did they make the tournament? In, is that when they lost to Little Patino? I think yes. so. Yes. Um, yeah. And then that was when Mac. Yeah. I think so. No, they missed the tournament because Mac came there the next year. They lost in uh, Nashville. Xavier did, and then he went to took the Louisville job right afterwards. Yes, good call. Thank so, you. So yeah, that that was when David Pat they they thought they might make it and they missed out uh, with David Padgett like a game or two. You know, we all we have beaten it to death, and we're sick of talking about it. So this is like totally a joke, but it's actually. 100% completely serious. If there's a sincere criticism about Cal, when there is a geographical advantage for the love of Pete, play there. Like, get yeah. it. Like, that Nashville would have just been flooded with Kentucky fans for that first and second round. And you, uh, Bachelor Party was probably an A, and it would have been an A plus if I had not broken my foot and had Kentucky been playing there. So that's partially on you. And they did get Indianapolis last year, and we saw what what good that did us. <sighs> would be would be nice to be why. I mean, look what Auburn put did to Iowa. That that arena was electric. Would be would be nice to have that geographic ad, uh, advantage. There's a little part of me that doesn't want UK to have too much of a home court advantage because they're just they seem to be better on on the road for the most part. Yep. And I'm well, saying that also jokingly, but it is true. Like the, you know, that Arkansas, they, they seem tight when they've got like the crowd in their back pocket at times. I don't really understand it. Obviously that Auburn game is an exception. Tennessee game at times, they still had some, some stretches even in that game, but they play a little looser when they, I feel like the crowd's against them. And I do wonder what the crowd's going to look like tonight. I know the people down there have said they've seen a bunch of Kentucky fans 
but not quite obviously like it's SEC tournament Kentucky fans and nobody would be expecting that. But I am curious when the balls tip tonight, what the what the breakdown is. Uh, Providence will bring plenty of fans, and they're going to probably be if you're at, if you're in Greensboro, they're probably going to they're going to probably talk some trash to you. Yeah, that, that, that's that's for sure. Um, Cal was asked about that yesterday in his press conference too. He didn't rub it in, but he does like the. Uh, there's there's definitely a part of him that loves being an antagonist. Uh, I think that's abundantly clear. Um, and and now he gets to be kind of an underdog antagonist. Yeah, well, who? Cal? Kentucky. Yeah, I mean, they're technically not the underdog tonight, but they're a six seed, so he's kind of got this, like, uh, nobody believes in us uh, mentality. Even though uh, Barkley predicted the Cats to go to the Final Four, and many people who follow Charles Barkley's predictions closely say that that's a kiss of death for the Cats. Uh, you know, he's been doing it long enough. You get some good ones, you get some bad ones. Yep, yep. Some real bad ones. Hopefully that's a good one, though. Barkley and Sister Jean, what could go wrong? What uh, could go wrong? Nothing. Means cats by 90, most likely. A texter says, in Cal's first season, I remember wanting to avoid Texas second round. They were really good early, but didn't play well in conference. Ended up losing to Wake first round. Yeah, that's a good one. I remember that one as well thinking similar things, but I, I think I had like the hot take at that time, my freshman year of college, that Wake Forest, what was the really good player's name, Amino? Yeah, Al Farouk Amino. Yeah, I was like, everybody thinks to worry about Texas. I was like, they're a mess. They're not going to figure it I, I I was zigging while everybody was zagging Texas, and I actually thought like Wake was the more dangerous matchup. But then Wake, I think that Amino guy talked a little trash either uh, leading up to the game. Seems like that 2010 team. There's just trash talk in, but like, what a fun season that was. Um, you don't you don't get that as much these days. But like, you, I guess you you do have the Bryce Hopkins storyline here. But our our team just put them in a friendly group message with them, and they're talking about how much they love them and whatnot. So times are a little different, and that's all right. That's a good thing, I suppose. But I I had that take, and then UK just. Dominated them, played really well. When that 2010 team was playing well, they were by far the best team in the country. Real shame, though. They sometimes yeah. had bad shooting nights. Yeah. 4 of 32 bad shooting nights. That's wild. 4 of 32. I mean, that's I mean, it's like kind of like Northern 5 of 33 last night. Oh, I didn't realize it was that bad. Yeah, 5 of 30. At least 5, you're like, oh, well, they hit some, but. Like Northern, that, that was kind of a strength of theirs, was three-point shooting. And so, yeah, at least in Kentucky, you knew it wasn't going well. But that was the same tournament where Eric Bledsoe hit, I believe it's still an NCAA tournament record, seven threes for Kentucky. Scored 29 points against ETSU in that opener. Yeah, I think those games were in New Orleans. And I don't think Kentucky had a good crowd there. That was a year that if UK had made the Final Four, I think Indianapolis – yeah. Of course, Butler ended up making it, so that would have been interesting, but there would have been so many Kentucky fans. So and many. Once again, as it works in my family, we had tickets to the Final Four. Yeah, yeah. Well, hey, you know what? We're, we're going down a road. We, hey, let's, let's pump the brakes here. We're, get, we're getting, getting a little negative here. We're getting a little – we got to get the vibes. We got to redirect them. Let's, let's, let's stop before – we 
play the what if game too much and get back to the Thornton's text line. Shall but, we teach? But I, I wasn't just ticket hunting for the for the future. I did go to the Elite Eight game where where we lost. And <laughs> wasn't at the Sweet Sixteen game. We just drove up specifically like 10, 11 hours for that one. So you just jinxy cat. No, it was it was uh, it was bad. It was bad. It was quiet drive home. I'm sure. I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Texter says I could be reading this wrong, but I think TJ not wanting to go halvesies on a hotel in Houston has less to do with me and more to do with his lack of faith in us getting there. That's true. Well, well both both actually. And also, you just heard the man say he had ticket. You, you can't play it too far in advance, or you might. You might just jinx a cat him. I, I may just have to put, with the exception of like planning a quote unquote trip, regardless, like, hey, I'm go this year. I'm going to the SEC tournament, or uh, this year, you, you know, I'm, I think I'm going to try to do a UK home game and spend a night in Lexington, go to a nice dinner, or do something like that. Maybe try to do that. Who knows? Probably won't. Um, but I'm never doing it again. I'm never buying tickets. <laughs> I'm never buying like hopeful, optimistic, get ahead of the curb tickets again. I'm never doing it again. It is a total jinx. And secondly, I don't think UK gets to the final four. I hope that they do. And I always will put hand up and eat crow when I'm wrong. I, I hope that it happens, but I'm I'm a little I'm a little gun shy on this team. I don't know if you can say that in twenty twenty three, but I'm a little water gun shy. Don't squirt me. <laughs> Texter says I've tried to stay level ahead of the season but it's hard to overstate how badly we need this one tonight yeah no, that, that's yeah. totally that's totally right Texter <laughs> like it's it's very it's very easy to overreact um to Kentucky basketball I do it all the time I, it's just how I fan I can't, I can't help myself um but even fighting those urges this is a big one this is a real big one now you lose tonight. It's uh just like oh, I mean, you know, again, Brash. I'm not trying to be like negative. I'm pumped up for tonight. I think think tonight's going to go well. You already had the big monologue. They had to play to the team. Uh, I'm I'm excited, but this could be a if you lose tonight, like a delete Twitter from my phone, which I did a year ago today. Actually, um, you you come back a day later or whatever, but for, <laughs> for the night, it just it doesn't. You know, it's like listen to a podcast or read a book. Sort of night. No, I'll be able to watch basketball in the tournament. Um, I think this year, but we'll see. This team has shown that they can play with the top dogs, that they can beat the top dogs. They can, they can take care of business against average teams, which I think Providence is an average to good team. You know, they're solid, but Kentucky's shown that they can beat those teams, especially away from Rupp Arena. So, biggest stage they they need to do it, but. It was a year ago today, on this very day. Whew. The green beer was flowing and the big blue tears were flowing. Rolling. Roll, rolling. Thanks. There you go. Yeah. Thank you. Hat tip to you. You wearing green scoots? Uh, currently, no. Okay, somebody get them. Good thing there's nobody here to get me. In- intern cat, come on. Let's go. Intern get cat'll get me. Yeah, yeah. Somebody, oh. somebody's gonna, somebody's gonna get you. What does Scoot have on tap today? Uh, so I got to produce for Hoosier Report and Spears this afternoon. 
And then I don't know what's up after that. I just texted one of my buddies who I typically we typically will go out on St. Patrick's Day and and have a few drinks. So I just hit him up, told him to let me know where he's going. I'll meet up with them. So we'll, we'll see if that happens or not. I would be just fine going home after the radio shows and just chilling on my couch. That's all I did yesterday. I'd be okay doing that two days in a row. You don't want to be out among the people. I mean, yeah, I do, but I don't. I just don't want to get to a point where I'm like too hammered, and then I have to go home and take a nap before the Indiana game. I just, I don't want to get to that place. What if you just drank in moderation? Uh, St. Pat- <laughs> Patrick's Day. That is not an option. I'm, I'm slamming car bombs, slamming Guinnesses. It's yeah, I don't drink in moderation on St. Patrick's Day. We don't do we don't do gun shy. We don't do car bombs. Twenty twenty three. Oh yeah, buddy. my bad. <laughs> Whoops. I, I I also appreciate too, Scoots. Like Kentucky's played on St. Patrick's Day multiple times, and I've never had to worry about getting too drunk that I would miss the Kentucky game. Well, has Kentucky just, has Kentucky ever played at nine fifty five at night? Like that's already past my bedtime, and then you add an Irish drinking holiday on top of that. The the Northern Kentucky game, TJ. Now, granted, it was a three versus a fourteen seed, so it was a little different. But that was a night game. I remember watching out on Bartstown Road, and I didn't, you know, drink until I passed out in the gutter. But that, that I think that I don't know if it was the late, 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 or if it was just like the seven fifteen, seven thirty tip off. What what year? Northern Kentucky, twenty seventeen. Yeah, that was late. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, uh, it, I don't know. I don't know. Well, it was definitely at night. It was dark. There was lots of beers. And, Scoots, I didn't pass out. So, maybe, maybe, buddy, do you have a problem? Well, congrats to you, Roush. Congrats to you, TJ. You all have self-control. I don't. I guess I just don't have self-control. That's <laughs> what it boils asking, down to. I, you know, there's times that this ain't, there's times. Uh, I was such a sucker last year. Just a buddy of mine, we were like, hey, let's just go grab a bite. Maybe watch the first half. Maybe stay for the second half if we're having a good time. We went to Roosters, one that hasn't did, been did it burn caught, down? Hasn't been caught on fire. <laughs> no laughing matter. We need to get to the bottom uh, of this. Poor Roosters, Jesus <laughs> Louise. Uh, the other update I saw on this one appears that this fire was in the kitchen freezer area. So maybe not. Maybe, maybe just like actual technical problems in this fire. But yeah, but if uh, you wanted to get away with a fire and you wanted to make it look like it wasn't true. just blatant arson. I would make it look like it was a total electrical accident. <laughs> oh, what do we got next on the text line? Uh, uh, Sully Brian here. Hey, bleep the severe wheeler people bleeping at Roush. They can go suck it. Everybody, yeah, just, needs to, everybody just needs to calm down. Everybody just needs to calm down. <laughs> yeah, like I'm, I'm enough very... Eno- enough is enough. I'm very excited that Kentucky will have more basketball players. Like it's it's a good thing. Just because I didn't want him to start doesn't mean I'm glad he was injured. There there was fair criticism. Some people took it a, a little too far, but why why would this be the time to bring bring it up? Yeah. He's yeah. he's ready he's ready to go. Yep, ready to rock and roll. Believe so. Um and he was out there at the walkthrough practice scrimmage, whatever you want to call that open practice. So um over under eight minutes. Under. I'll take the over. I'll take the over. All right, two hundred bucks. No. <laughs> I'm not Trevor Kelsey I here. Be right at. I think it'd be right at ten minutes. Same. Two dollars. 
I'll go two dollars. Yeah, you're in. <laughs> I was just kidding, Scoots. I wouldn't do that either. No two dollars? What? No, no two dollars. I'm down. Oh, okay. I was about that's to say I'm already. I've already spent it. That's a coke. I'm. I'm. I'm cool for that. Okay. Ooh, I should have a sprite. That will help my throat feel better for sure. Ooh, that'll feel more better. Mm. A lot more better. Okay. Actually, I had a wild, and this may be, maybe this is, maybe I shouldn't have a Sprite, but I had a wild day with hiccups yesterday, and we have to talk about it. It's, <laughs> it, needs, it, needs, it needs to be discussed. I, I, I had no like, more. <laughs> I had like remedies delivered to me, told to me from ancient civilizations that were promised to work. I tried them. There were results. I'll tell you what they were. And there were multiple. There were multiple remedies. Whoa. So, uh, it, but it was just an absolutely wild day. So we're going to tell you exactly what those were when we return for one final segment of Kentucky Roll Call for this week. Roll Call. Hey, DJ Walker, Nick Rouse, Justin Taylor. Oh, Miss Mary, it's bright and Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call with Walker and Roush. Welcome back. One final segment. Kentucky Roll Call here on Roll Radio. Roush, St. Patrick's Day. Also, Rita's. They go together beautifully. Chips all day, basketball, green beer. I don't know if they'll have that at Salsaritas. They have guacamole. That's green. Yep. That's yep. Confirmed. Guacamole, delicious, wonderful, fresh. Such a fan. They're dying. They're guacamole green in honor of St. Patrick's Day this year, Scoots. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Two locations in Louisville. Middletown has a drive-thru. Check them out today. Download the app. You're going to save time. You're going to save money. It's good stuff. Can't talk salsaritas without getting hungry. Um, I want to know more about these hiccups, TJ. Yeah, and something else that I've got to bring up uh, from, from yesterday. Anyway, so just had hiccups, just your general kind of laughing, giggling sort of deal. You get the hiccups, and they're so annoying. They're just the worst, aren't they? But I, they're not really going away, and I kind of have my own little strategy that normally works, and it's helping a little bit for the most part, though. No, not working. And um, so somebody tells me to take – and the place I'm at, I, the bartenders doesn't mind doing this stuff. Uh, it wasn't, like, super crowded, so I wasn't holding up the place for it. But they give me a lemon, and you put bitters on it, which I still don't really know what bitters are. I don't either, days. but I, I knew bitters would have to be involved with some sort of hiccup cure. So you do, and I like lemons, but you do a lemon, you do bitters on it. And then when I was up there doing it, the, uh, just some like random guy at the bar was like, you, you got to put sugar on it too. And th- this guy kind of looked like, not that not that it matters, but he kind of looked like a rough and tough, like biker type, had long hair, ponytail, just a, a hairstyle that in my wildest dreams could I ever have had. Um, but he looked like he had 
he was experienced. And mm-hmm. so the bartender goes and pour like gets back like a big bag of sugar and like pours it on the lemon as well. And I do it. And I kid you not, it worked like snapping your fingers. My hiccups were gone. It was wild. Like huh. I'd had hiccups for maybe two hours up to that point or like an hour. And it just boom, just like that. It was gone. Uh, it was incredible. Now, unfortunately, as like the the afternoon session went on, there was more giggling, laughing, drinking, hiccuping, and hiccuping, and it came back. And so I wasn't gonna like go do or I what you know I felt bad going to do the lemon trick, but the guy saw me hic- he saw me do a hiccup. He was like, "We got to do it again." So he but he didn't do the sugar this time because it was kind of a pain in the butt to go get the bag of sugar. And right. I understood. So he just did the lemon and bitters. And that time, it did not really work. Huh. Maybe maybe helped a little bit, but it did not really work. So then I get home and I'm you know we're doing we're doing dinner time and watching the games, having fun. Lucy's just loving the tournament. She can't get enough of it. I think she has oh. bet on every game so far. She yeah, always takes sure. she always takes the overs. I'm like everybody's doing the unders, Lucy. And she said, "All right, well, no, I'm going over." Frank was screaming watching it. He was mm-hmm. so fired up. Just, I can imagine. It's a big yeah. time for it's a big time for these toddlers, for for sure. But uh, the wife's like, you got to do a spoonful of peanut butter, which I'm sure people or scoots. Was that your idea? Was that what you were talking? Yeah, about? Yeah, that's what I do every time. I, that's yeah. never failed for me. The wife said that as well. So I did that, and that actually did work. But again, unfortunately, only this one was a shorter period of time for it working. It probably after like thirty minutes or forty-five minutes, I was back to hiccuping again. So. Um, did you ever try? Did you have any leftover grape water? Uh, grape water. In, yeah, like when when Lucy would get hiccups. I'm sure. I feel like you don't. You you typically use it on like babies, but uh, you know, I thought you might have some grape water lying around. No, I've never heard of that in my life. To be honest, you could just be making those words up and smashing them together, and that would be that would be new to you me. Never, you never gave Lucy gripe water to get rid of hiccups. It's like instant. Are you saying grape or gripe? I think I can gripe. help with the Pam Pam situation. Gripe. They're griping. <laughs> you give it to them. It helps them. Gets rid of hiccups just like that for babies. Uh, no, I mean I'm. You'd, I'd, I guess I'd have to maybe talk to. The, I'll I'll get back. Maybe we should call CPA because you were just letting your baby hiccup uncontrollably throughout her entire life. Uh, She she has hasn't had hiccup problems. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But that stuff's basically just it's like ginger and something. It's bubbly and it helps relax their throat to where they chill out. Um, So maybe that's what you need to just chill out. Uh, That's why I just if I ever I get them I just drink water. Tilt my, with my head tilted back, and uh, it forces me to relax my throat, and it stops them. I, I think I just went to bed with hiccups. <laughs> and the next thing I knew, I was awake. No hiccups. Boom. Well, that's what it is. You just need to sleep, you know, five, six hours. And then also, did we, did any of you all have the YouTube TV multi-view? Yeah, that's how I opened the show. My yes. gosh, TJ, are you even listening today? <laughs> Roush went on so a huge bad. rant about his YouTube TV experience. I loved it. I was a big fan of it. Oh, no. <laughs> I was pretty mad I didn't get chosen. Uh, well, do you? So it only worked for my Vizio TV that has a YouTube TV app on it, not work for my computer. 
And I, I didn't ask my dad if it worked for his fire stick or not. He didn't see it on his. So it could be because of the way that you you're watching it. I've got a I've got a Roku. That's what I mean. It might be because it's on a Roku and wasn't like but my, it might just fr- like an think, app on my TV. I think my friends had Roku's that had it. Huh. Interesting. Maybe you just suck as a person. I, that's what I thought. No, it, you're it, not worthy. You know, it, you got to be good enough. Yeah, it's like those who basically they're Saint Peter. Okay. <laughs> My, Telling you, know, you if you're going to go uh, into the pearly gates or not. Bob, bring that up on the one-year anniversary. Oh, gosh. Today of all days. What was I thinking? I was I was putting out the show tweet because somebody's got to advertise for this show. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm sorry that I that I missed the, the multiverse talk. It's, it's, it's cool. It's okay. You didn't miss hand, much. Hand, hand, hand up. Five zero two four one four fourteen fifty is the Thornton's text line. What do we got? Uh, what do we got going on here? We got some texts that say, uh, "Dave, you guys kind of roasted me on that shoe question. The ones I was playing in were like eight years old, were hurting my feet, and were losing traction. So figured I'd see what you guys wore. Didn't say I was buying a two hundred dollar pair. For the record, TJ, I do have kids. I'm the same age as you guys, expecting my third kid in May. Oh, congrats! He said third and last too. Does that mean that we're doing the uh, vasectomy time opening weekend in March Madness? Maybe." I don't know. It's okay to buy yourself something every once in a while, even when you have kids. So suck it to you guys for roasting me, except you, Scoots. Keep on keeping on. That's right. And the and the best pie is caramel. Go cats. Who caramel pie? What the hell is wrong with you? Yeah, texting? you deserve you. You know what? You deserve to be roasted for that <laughs> yeah. being your favorite pie. Oh, How do you wow. buy yourself something nice like a nice slice of pie, buddy? How about that? Caramel pie, gross. Just kidding. You're 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 right. You're allowed to buy shoes. We we, we so leaps and bounds there. Uh, uh, you know, enjoy enjoy nice basketball shoes. And we I didn't don't know, know you had eight year old shoes. We didn't have all the information. It wasn't our fault. It was it was Scoot's fault. So Instagram ads have been targeting me, and I, with uh, they're reselling the old T Max. And I don't need new basketball shoes, but if I did. I would just buy those because it's nostalgia, right? You can get the old T-Mac 2s. Those things were very cool back in middle school. Yeah, I, I think I did have one pair of T-Macs. I don't know. for like I, don't, I really don't judge people that are. I never was like a big shoe guy. Same. Guy. Same. I was just like, I just give me. I, I remember this was actually kind of funny. My my brother, what didn't he make fun of me for? He'd make fun of me because I'd like play basketball in too short of shorts, which like nowadays would be probably considered a little long by regular standards. This is actually a funny story. We're running out of time, so I'll make it quick. I was playing in like a, a CSAA tournament game, Roush. It wasn't the city championship, but it was a pretty big game. Um, and my brother was filming. You know, back then you'd have the handheld video recorder. And True. Uh, he was filming – and he like wouldn't film the game when I was on the bench, which would make sense if he had turned the camera off. But like I had had my leg legs crossed, like you know, just not like really just kind of comfortably had my legs crossed. And he just like film in on like how much my shorts would ride up on my legs. It was just like it was just the, he's just the worst brother of all time. Worst of all time. That's Johnny. That's Johnny. I actually, the only pair of T-Max I owned, I won in a basketball game. And my buddy was like, ah, 
I don't need these any, you know, I'm, I'm not wearing these anymore. Any of y'all want them? And we both said, yeah. And it's like, all right, we'll play for them. So. Really? Played basketball for them and I want them. It was very intense. Very competitive game of one-on-one. Yeah, I was never big on equipment. I did. My dad is like a nice gesture. He one time got me like shoes that had my name on them. And I remember being like, man, I'm probably going to get like made fun of or people are going to think differently of me because I have these shoes. People are going to think I like think higher of highly of myself. But they were pretty snazzy. I did really enjoy them. They were the shocks. You remember the shock days? Oh yeah, shocks very cool. So that um, was my that was my fantasy. One of shoes. one of my favorite pair of shoes was a pair of red shocks when we were the St. Paul Raiders. And uh, I also had a pair of LeBron second shoes, and I thought they were so cool. But they might have been the hottest, heaviest shoes in the history of mankind. I did have a pair of LeBron, LeBron shorts that were super super heavy and baggy. That yeah. was probably my longest shorts. Very stylish back yeah. in the day. All right. Well, good, good uh, eighth grade, what we wore in eighth grade talk. A lot of fun. Oh, Dada's. People forget. Dada's. <laughs> Where are we out of the text line? We have got to move back. Proud of Princeton. Now folks can use recency bias to talk about Arizona instead of Kentucky losing in the first round as a two seed. Now let's just win tomorrow night and get on a groove. Uh, three straight years, the two seed's gone down. Three straight yeah. years. No. Uh, and that's why I bet on Vermont today. And so that's probably. Uh, Kiss of death. Kiss isn't, of it like, per- isn't it like isn't it like eleven of the last twelve tournaments a fifteen is won? Or am I thinking of fourteen? Yeah, it's probably a fourteen seed. It can't be that many. So it's Princeton, Missouri for and the winner goes to Louisville. Correct. So Mizzou, that could be a big uh, big draw. I know a lot of big J's around here would be excited. If you had like if you were hypothetically trying to sell tickets and get some of your money back. Uh, what fan base do you think between those two would bring more fans to Louisville? Probably Missouri, just because they're bigger, right? And they're closer. I mean, that's an easy drive if you're in the greater St. Louis area. That's a good point. And I guess if you're Princeton, you're, you're the the logic would be like, all right, you got to go. It's when are you ever going to be in a chance or a Sweet Sixteen again? So they'd probably bring a decent amount. But Man, you're right, Missouri could bring big numbers. I, I would want Princeton though, because one of my High school friends was a linebacker at Princeton. He's an animal. He's like a Wall Street guy now. It would be a hoot if he brought all of his Wall Street bros from Princeton into town for for that. That that would be that would be a, a scene, if you will. No, you'd be rubbing elbows with the Ivy League, huh? Oh yeah, that'll Get be, a good, that'll be a good game. That'll be a good game. I think every like Missouri, I think should win. Obviously, I, I guess they will, but I bet that will come down I, to the I do wire worried that like they shot the hell out of the ball yesterday and feels like Missouri's a we're going to make 15 threes or we're going to make three so uh tomorrow you know tomorrow could be the time where they only make three texter says john here tj doing well on the krc bracket challenge john and alex from colgan near the top uh, I, haven't, I haven't checked the standings uh you are one back i'm three games back 13 is the leader i had 10 i think you had 12 and i believe john and alex both had 12 hey that's not bad way to go john uh happy game day to all wow what exciting games we got to see yesterday today should be no different i have our cats going crazy winning by 20 big ones and give me big o as the mvp so happy saint patrick's day to all do not forget your clovers are meant to have a true meaning for your life and not just luck for your friends. Well, I have a, have a great week and got to go talk to you later. Uh, you can respond to that. I'm going to cough. <laughs> excited, John. I'm excited to hopefully we get the big O rocking and rolling for a big run in March Madness. 
Uh, another texture says, did someone put a hit out on all the roosters? I mean, you ain't it's wild. It's wild, but Roush is, he's saying there's no foul play on this one. But it is. Uh, yeah. but they I, I do live there. next to the Louisville Arson Department, so therefore I am an arson specialist. Actually, I can see it from right here. Do you want me to go ask them, see if they have any scoop? You, you stepped all over my foul play joke. Uh, yep, all over it. CBS has the best college football and college basketball intro music in all of sports, so there's no doubt about that. Yeah, yeah, it's there's so really disheartening like it. when they show. The you got so much money, let's just have something, a little thing called tradition. They they also showed, uh, they have the Big Ten ads, like, and then it's like, Big Ten, happening this fall. It's like, well, it's, it's the third Big Ten game. It's going to be bad Big Ten football on CBS. Not the same. Not the same. Thanks for a fun week of shows. You three are killing it. Go Big Blue. Win it for intern Amber. No. Okay. What do you mean you four? Intern Jacob texted me uh, asking if he could, like, you know, come around the studio a little bit more. And uh, I forgot to text him back. So, intern Jacob, yeah, you're more than welcome to. Yeah, we just whatever. Um, and, yes, we bullied you, but, like, that didn't mean you didn't have to quit showing up. That well, we didn't bully you. You didn't know who Rich. You didn't know who Rich Brooks was. Yeah, we're gonna make fun of you. We didn't make fun of you. We just were surprised, and we we talked about it. And you you wrote an essay, and you copied and pasted it, and you got caught, and that's all right. But it, it was just fun. You know, it doesn't matter. It was just for goofs. Yeah, it's radio. By the way, Ralph, you're welcome, you're welcome back anytime. And if we're not there, if we're doing the show from home, you can always just you know be in the studio, and you can hang out with Scoots. He gets lonely from time to time. That's true. By the way, Roush, TJ and I are both beating you in the bracket challenge, so suck it. You've only got oh. 10 points. We both have 11. Oh, uh, uh, Scooter. A lot of misinformation. Mm-hmm. Just take it easy over there, Trevor Kelsey. Scoots, if you don't go out for St. Patrick's Day, how are you going to meet the love of your life? Answer me that. I'm never yeah, going to meet the love of my life. I'm convinced. Are you just, did you, are, do you just want to stay home because you want to watch the multiverse? Did you, we talk about that? <laughs> a texter on the Thornton's text line says speaking of Ashton Hagens did Deputy Doofus ever get to the bottom of the money phone why wasn't what? he down there why wasn't he at the game asking about the money phone it would have been hilarious if like Ashton Hagens was talking to reporters and then he was like sorry I gotta take this and he pulled out his phone and there was just money wrapped around it <laughs> oh man that would be that'd be great That'd be great. All right, boys, give me a good lunch spot in Southern Indiana to place my bets for the day and hopefully enjoy a good old fish and chips plate. Scoots, you you will know better than us because mm. I, I can give good lunch spot, but I don't know about fish and chips. I mean, there's a kingfish right there on the river, but you might be too close to the river to actually place your bets. That is something to worry about. There's another like brewery over there on the river. Their food is good. I bet they probably have a solid fish sandwich. Yeah, like, that's what you run into. That would, well, you know, we don't have to give three shout outs to people. Um, if, or we can, I don't really care. If they, um, but you, that's, Roush is 100% right. You got to worry about if you're too close to the river for the geotags. And whoever that guy was that said that there was a spot on River Road where you had a parking lot that you could ping into the Indiana Towers. First off, if there were, if there was, why would you publicly say that? Shut up. And secondly, I doubt it. I, doubt, I think I'd know about that spot. I think I'd know about the spot, and I haven't heard about that. 
And secondly, or thirdly, again, just to draw back to firstly, why would you why would you bring it up if there was? By the way, I was going to okay. go with the brewery as well. They should have Wi-Fi, so you should be good to go. I've had issues there before placing bets really? for what it's worth. I, I maybe have been able to place it through, but I remember being like, all right, I got to remember uh, that if I want to get bets, I got to do it before I walk into the building. So I'd be careful with that brewery place. But they do, I think, have good food. It's a cool spot. But you may want to go somewhere like off exit two or something. I don't know, Scooch, you're the Southern Indiana expert. I'd be going um, to the I'd be going to the brewery is where I'd be going. Speaking of uh, speaking of rules that we have in Kentucky or have in Indiana don't have, Kentucky Senate voted to legalize medical marijuana. Why wow. I was surprised by that. Yeah. Um, I was surprised by that. Very surprised. Very surprised. So looks like it's gonna happen. Pretty crazy. Yeah, you just never, you, you just, you, you never know in Kentucky politics. Yeah, you really, you really don't. So maybe we'll get sports gambling good news here soon because I would much rather not have to make a drive to Indiana today. But that's that's on the cards. It's on the cards. My brother Next says. Year. My brother says I shot a ninety-five yesterday. Does this mean I'm better than Scoots now? That was a ninety-five, an intense win too. First off, thanks for the invite. Secondly. Just like Scoots, he said no to doing the Dream Team invite, which was disappointing, Johnny. You're better than that, buddy. Uh, but really, 95 is pretty good for you. I think you and Scoots would play a good round against each other. I'd like to see it. We just got to stop messing around and go play. That's it. That's all we got to do, Johnny. I agree. We got to make it happen. Yeah, quit messing around, Johnny. Woke up to uh, listen live and to be pumped up, and we're bringing him down? Send this team some positive vibes. Come on. KRC meet up today? Uh, no KRC meetup today. Sorry. We did that last time. Uh, I don't want to say we took it for granted, but I, the anxiety is too hot today. Yeah. A lot of anxiety. Yeah. Roush is just too good to meet up with you all. <laughs> um, one texter says, I thought Bobby Knight was the love of your life. Scoots. Oh, that's true. Uh, yeah. he's, he's too big of an ass. Grapeliner is is great for babies. It's actually south end above ground pool water that's been blessed by a priest. Hence, Roush using it. Uh, that wouldn't make a lot of sense. You're checking a lot of bosses. I just actually, I just couldn't it, understand what word you were saying before water. It's nice to see it typed out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, is that the last text? I see. Do we have one more? No, maybe. Uh, the texture says it's just tinctures and pill form. Smokable cannabis is still illegal. Yeah, it's like gummies and stuff like that. You can't, you can't, can't smoke them. But uh, well, it's still a step it, in the right direction. It is, and let, let's start with the people that have ailments and yeah, it, things that, that will really them. yes. And excuse, we'll get we'll get there eventually. We'll get to the other parts eventually. Woo! I think Thayer voted for him, so good for good for him. Yeah, good for him. You gotta get sports gambling done, though. I. I I think it does. I still feel okay about it, but again, <laughs> just with these goobers. Uh, Joe Saka just tweeted out, how sorry do you feel for people that are mean to Robert Stivers for opposing legalized marijuana? <laughs> it's a poll. A lot, a little, not at all. Crazy bread for everyone. <laughs> or that was Joe Gurr. Sorry, I get my Joes mixed up. They all got that stupid Cure Journal Guild thing. I get them all mixed up. Uh, nevertheless, the cats are playing tonight. We don't need any crazy bread because we're going to be hyped up to watch the cats on St. Patrick's Day. I'm fired up. Man. Scoots, 
Is he gonna? Are we getting a little daily double dip? Are the the Hoosiers and the Cats both gonna do it? Uh, no, no, they're not. One, Go one ahead, of, you gotta hurry. One of them loses. I'm taking the Cats to lose seventy-two seventy. Give me Providence. Ooh. I'll take Bryce Ooh. Hopkins. I think Kentucky wins tonight. It's they're just it's a decent matchup for Kentucky. I almost hate how much I like it to be honest with you. Um, it's a decent matchup for Kentucky. They're they're they can they should be able to defend Providence. Hopkins will have his numbers. He'll probably put up a double double. The other big guy is Caswell as he as well. He is also good. Um, if he gets Oscar in foul trouble, it could be interesting, but I, you can just maybe throw a body on him and, and be okay with it. Kentucky should be able to score on him, score on him pretty well. So I think Kentucky wins. I don't feel great if it's Kansas State, and I think it will be. So I don't think they'll beat Kansas State on Sunday, but I do think it'll be a game that comes down to the final four minutes. But they I, I, they get the win tonight. I feel like they get – it's a buffer zone game, Roush, eight points. Yeah. You kind of feel nervous that UK can't put them away. Uh, but we also never really feel like the game is in total jeopardy. Maybe they make one final run. Cats, hold on. Kentucky's going to win 79-73. Um, and C.J. Frederick, of all people, is going to hit a big three that we're just going to be feeling great about. It's, it's, I'm not saying he's MVP, but he's going to hit a big three. We're going to be hyped. Uh, are we picking MVPs? Did you, did you pick an MVP, T.J.? Uh, the game, we, we lost track of the game when I did the weekend getaway. Um, so ah. we'll, but I'll take Kentucky 79-72. Just make your free throws for Pete's sake. Everybody make has your free throws. A great let's, 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 yeah, let's let's show up on Monday and talk about Kentucky in the Sweet 16. Wouldn't that be awesome? That would be sweet. 16. Gosh, let's do it. I'm, I'm, I'm feeling it. It's going to happen, everybody. Let's, let's make it happen. Go Cats. Everybody, great, everybody have a great weekend. Be safe. Happy St. Patrick's Day. See you on Monday. The fire from Cary Mountains. I'm a